0: Hello, this is Darren, and this is Paige, and this is Where's, Where's the lemonade? lemonade, where we talk about what happens when life throws you lemons. Make some lemonade? Well, maybe. Some weeks it's lemon squares.
1: Yeah, some weeks it's just lemons. Yeah. <laughs> On today's episode,
0: we're going to talk about how not to compete with your act. It's
1: a good thing not to do. Yes.
0: Before it was competing with your Now it's not competing. All right, let's get started. We we actually had this as one of our main things we wanted to talk about uh, when we first kicked off our podcast, but we've never gotten to this subject until just now.
1: I don't know why that is. Did we find that this was a hard subject to talk about?
0: I guess. I don't, I don't know, but it was one of our first ideas that we had. It was on our list of 40 ideas. Yeah,
1: I know. I feel like every time we brought it up, we'd be like, eh, and I don't know why. I mean, I don't think it's something that, like we're... Both upset about, or you know, no, but we found a
0: lot of information on this. Yeah, and the blogosphere now, the, the social media, was is on fire about this all the time. Competing with your ex, yes, and there's there's a couple aspects of it. One is competing with your ex over your kids. One is competing with your spouse's ex.
1: Yes, okay, and
0: one is just competing with your ex directly. You have right. a shiny new car, you know, yeah, yeah.
1: Trying to rub it in.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> Look how great I am now that we're separated. Yes. These are all natural tendencies that we see, especially when it comes to kids. It's true. It's true. Um,
1: why do we feel like we have to compete with our ex?
0: Well, I think part of it is, is when you, you're you used to being around your kids all, all the time, and now all of a sudden you have... Um, you know, part custody of your kids. So like with us, it's 50-50. So now I only see my kids 50% of the time. Right. Um, And it's like I'm starting to feel distance from my kids. Yep. So now I want to compete for every minute that I can have with them. Yeah. Every minute now counts. Right. Where before it was like, well, I I see them all the time. So it's a natural thing. Right. That um, we all kind of go through when we first get um, divorced and uh, we're starting to share custody of our kids
1: yeah and i think one of the reasons we compete whether we admit it or not i i would be shocked if anyone that got divorced didn't compete with their ex um
0: in some respect right
1: you compete you want your kids to like you more and i mean that's just a blunt way to put it right you want the kids to want to come to your house you so you I think a lot of times people overindulge, especially in the beginning. I know we did.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
1: we've talked about this before in our podcast. The first Christmas was just uh, outrageous. Outrageous because we, <laughs> even though I think we denied it, like, oh, you know, it's not because we.
0: Oh, no, we filled are, up the whole front row. Yeah, with it's not brothers. because we're
1: trying to compete with the ex. That's exactly what we were doing. We want to win. We want to win.
0: Yeah, no, that's <laughs> well, because we, you want to make sure that your kids love you. Right. You're competing for that love and affection and now it's split. Yep. And that can be really hard. You know, this is really interesting because just recently we read about the divorce laws in Turkey. Remember, we read about that? Yes, which was bizarre. Bizarre. Yeah. There is no partial custody in Turkey. Nope. It is full custody. That's it.
1: Yeah. Either you and your spouse decide who's going to get that full custody or the courts do. But Mm -hmm. one of you gets exclusive is the word they use, exclusive, exclusive custody. custody.
0: Which means you have the right to choose how often the other gets to see the kids. Yeah,
1: but they don't live at all with the other person. They live no, with they, you. they live in one house. Yeah, one house. So that's, you know, it's interesting. We didn't read enough to know why. I mean, obviously there's a reason why they feel like this is better for the child. Um, I mean, maybe just, I don't know. I'm sure they've done research on it. It would be interesting to look into. but I'm I'm sure they have. So It seems crazy.
0: But here in America, we put our kids through this. You have two homes to live in type of thing. And one thing to remember is that your child will already love you. You don't need to compete for that love. It's already there. But it's hard to recognize that. And sometimes when you get caught in that behavior of back and forth with your ex and you're competing, the kids feel that. And they want to be a yes. part of it. Right. We read about that.
1: We did. We read about how the behavior to, in the beginning, it's kind of to get back at your ex, right? It could be, yeah. So whether you recognize that it's competing or not, you're trying to somehow stick it to your ex in the beginning. Because the emotions are raw and, um, you know, very real and heightened. And so the the behavior to get back at your ex will ultimately misfire
0: right and it will because your kids pick up on that and they want to be a part of you so they want to now compete yeah so they now become the third person in this competition and they will play to that competition right and they will actually play parents against each other unknowingly that they're doing it because they want to please both parents right so they will actually participate in the competition yeah which, which is bad for everyone all around
1: it is. So let's talk for a second about how do we compete. So when if people are listening, it's going. What do you mean compete? How do you do that?
0: Oh, there's little things you do and real big things.
1: Yep. So one of the big things that we did when we got married, our first we got married in September, our first Christmas was obviously December, and we went All crazy. wild crazy! I. I I don't know how much we spent. I don't know that we've ever we probably shouldn't look at that. No, we, we won't spent. go back and look at that. But and I don't I don't know that we it was the amount of money we spent, but we bought each kid like oh, 15 gifts. It like took it was crazy. Six
0: hours to open yes. up presents.
1: We bought an enormous amount of gifts. And yeah. So yeah. that's one way to compete. Yeah,
0: that's one way to compete. <laughs> is buying <laughs> gifts. And yeah. And they could be small gifts all the time. Right. Or they could be big gesture gifts. Yeah. Or toys or overindulging your kids, whatever they want, they they get. Yes. Um, And I've seen this actually happen, not just with divorced families, but with families in general, where the parents are trying to buy that love and affection, even competing with each other. Right. uh, Which is really sad, but it does happen, right? Yeah, it does. It could also mean taking your kids out of school for a fun day. Oh, we're just going to go shopping today. And you're just trying to buy their affection.
1: Now, if you did that with your kids before the divorce, you know what I mean there's certain things that you don't I don't feel like you have to stop because now you're divorced, but if this is something you're doing just because you're wanting to show the kid a good time so that you can be their favorite, that's not good. If this was something that you've done before, and oh, you know once a year we spend a day together, you know oh, so do you continue. think
0: that your intent the reason why you're doing something matters
1: yeah, definitely, yeah, why. Um, I think the kids can feel it. I think if this is something that's I never agree. been done before and you've got this new found zest for doing things for them, giving them things, you know, they can feel it. They can sense if it's sincere or insincere.
0: And and we actually read about that. That, I, that only has a negative effect on the kids. Right. They may get the instant uh, gratification of getting that new toy or getting your attention. Um, that's out of the ordinary, right? But in the end, the long-term effects on that is actually pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, we did read about that.
1: Okay, what else? Um, oh, like letting them stay, um, letting them stay up late. You know, be more lenient. That's another way to compete, right? Like, oh well, those rules at your other parent's house.
0: You know. So let's talk about intent then. How do you know that if you're doing something, you're doing it for the right reason?
1: I don't know. Maybe if it was, if it was something you would do, whether you were still married or not,
0: is maybe. that one way? Yeah, I mean, or are you thinking I'm doing this? And when you when you're doing that, are you thinking about your ex spouse? Right. At is all? is
1: the ex in the back of your mind going? Hey, hey, hey.
0: Or even well, I can one up them.
1: Right. Or yeah.
0: Or you know maybe they're not getting it over there, so I'm going to give it to them here. Right. Because they asked for it. Right. It, it causes irreparable damage to your kids
1: so yeah so being more lenient with the kids is another way to compete i'm gonna let you stay up late i'm gonna not enforce these rules that i know you have over there right
0: right exactly yeah so all those are a form of competition now we have got some great stories about competition with uh with my ex when we first got married we first got you tell let's mention the word
1: <laughs> I was gonna say you have to be more specific
0: pumpkin patch <laughs> oh this was bad
1: well so I the place that I used to live before I married you there about 20 30 minutes away from my house was this really great pumpkin patch that I always took my kids to so every year
0: we took them uh was it the first year that we yeah, got Yeah. So, right married? after we got married, we took the kids to the pumpkin patch. It's a right.
1: blast. I was like, oh, now I want you guys to come see this really fun pumpkin patch. And let's, right. you know, they have a maze and fun at a petting zoo and lots it's of It's a fun. lot of fun. And our yes. kids,
0: our younger kids were four, five, and six. Yep. The older kids were 12, 13, 12, 13, and then 16. 16. Yeah. Something like that. Um, But it was fun for everyone. Yeah. Because there was food to eat and all that. So, we yep. had a blast that first year. Yep. The next year, my ex decided to take the kids to the same pumpkin patch.
1: Well, and so this was was at the same time that we were putting things on the calendar, um, kind of specific things, like taking the kids to a pumpkin patch. Like We had this joint calendar, and so we could see, we we don't do anything like that now. We don't usually put specific activities that we're going to do with the kids on the calendar. Right. Um, Mainly because of this reason. Because of this reason. (laughs) Yeah, so she put on there pumpkin patch Um, at this pumpkin patch at yeah the bishop's pumpkin patch which is where i took the kids and and i was just like
0: that's our that's our pumpkin patch
1: that's where i've taken my kids for the last eight years and that's where you know it's ours and you feel a little territorial
0: yeah you do and a little bit of competition came in with you and my ex not me and my ex right so then
1: i put on the calendar to be fun it actually wasn't that malicious. Like In my mind, it wasn't malicious. No, but, but it, it caused a little bit of firestorm. It certainly came across that way. But yeah. in my mind, I, I was kind of, la- I mean, at first I was just like, I can't, you know, I can't believe she's going to take our, our thing away. And then I went, that's fine. That's fine. We'll find another pumpkin patch. So I put on the calendar, a bigger, better pumpkin patch is what I put. Yeah,
0: the following uh, week. Yeah. I
1: thought but, it was funny.
0: Yeah, it was not that funny. <laughs> just so you, if any of you don't know, Paige... She uses humor quite a bit.
1: I do. I even, thought it was funny. Even it, kind
0: of in a stinging way. It didn't
1: come off funny <laughs> no, to it, everyone. No, it did not. I thought it was kind of funny. So,
0: But be careful. Be careful of those sorts of things. Yes. Now you're in a different situation. So you have to be a little bit more cognizant of of those sorts of things. So
1: the right thing for us to have done would have been to send an email and said, hey, listen, this is kind of our thing. You know, we want it to stay our thing. Can could you please, you know,
0: that would have been find, find your right
1: own. You know, find a different. This is just our thing. And you know what? I don't know if that would have helped or not. Who knows? But we don't know. No. But that would have been the right thing. That for would have us been a better do. thing to do. Yeah. Yes.
0: Absolutely. So, other things that I have learned real quick when my ex got married, um, her husband is great at sailing. He enjoys sailing. Yeah. And he would take the kids out sailing. Something I could never do. I I just, I get seasick and all those sorts of things. And at first I felt, man, I, you know, I felt a little jealous. Yeah. Like he's doing a super fun thing. He's doing some super fun things with my
1: kids. And the kids are coming back and going, and they're telling me how great it is. And I'm
0: like, oh, but then a a switch flipped in my head and I said, wait, I'm never going to be able to do that with these kids. But now they have the opportunity to go do things. That they wouldn't been able to do before so i changed my attitude right and then i would ask them about it right and it changed their attitude they were more open with me and telling me yeah dad it was great and they felt they could see that i cared about how they were feeling instead of about how i was in competition with my exes but see that was a choice
1: that you made um because you say that it's something you never could do you could you could go out and take sailing classes right and and some people that are truly competing with their ex would have gone, well, I'm going to go learn how to do that. I'm going to take the exactly. kids out. I
0: guess you're right. And, yeah.
1: and you chose not to compete. You chose to go, you know what? That is awesome that you're going to go do that with them.
0: And now I found more things that he enjoys doing with the kids that I don't. And yeah. I, I encourage it. Right. Because the kids enjoy it. Maybe I don't. And they're still getting a great experience. Right. And I can still ask them about it and participate with them in... In talking to them about what right. they had done. So it's been kind of. Um, so
1: it's a very, it's a very um, maturing um, oh, thing that you have to go yeah. through. Because in the beginning, it's hard to feel these. Oh, let me let them. Yeah, I'm going to. I can't wait to ask them about their fun day that they had with their, you know, mom or dad. And you just, you're not, your mind's not there.
0: No, not at first. It, and it takes, you got to swallow some pride.
1: You do. You do. Right.
0: And you have to realize that your, your kids do love you. Right. um, And that's what's important around this whole thing. So here's some tips. Let's okay. talk about some tips about, um, you know, competing and not competing, right, um, okay. with your ex about the kids. First, try your best to work together with your ex.
1: Yep. To present a united front. And that's not always easy. No. And
0: that should be around discipline, yes. around gift giving and things like and that. And that's not
1: always going to work. And, you know, you can try, but all you can do really is your kids want to feel, we neglected to mention this, your kids want to feel secure and safe and they want routine and structure. That's what they're craving after the whole divorce.
0: It they is. It's that. not the competition between right. you and it's your wife. It's not the
1: gifts. It's not the this. It's not. And, but
0: they will manipulate you for those gifts. Right. I've yeah. seen it yeah. in, in our own kids as well as in other uh, kids right. that are in divorce. You know, oh, my dad bought me a brand new iPhone 9. Right. Oh well Well you're I, twelve. I, I Why do you need a thousand I didn't $1? even
1: mention that what I did with my kids at, as soon as I got divorced. Oh <laughs> so true. We've mentioned this in other podcasts, but yeah, I took my kids all skydiving because I wanted to be
0: the cool mom. mom.
1: Yeah. Yep. I did.
0: She almost died. That's all I almost story.
1: died. No, I did not. I was very sick, but I didn't almost yeah, die. You,
0: well, you chose the wrong I'm not letting you skydive at that place.
1: Okay, we'll go someplace. Okay, there. we'll go someplace. Okay, so back there. to all the right. tips. So, yes. So, try to work with your ex if you can. Show respect for each other. The kids will love that. They will, and they will thrive. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. So, another tip. Show love to your kids, not by buying them things, but by spending time with them. This is
0: something you do really well. The second part of this is listening to them. Almost to the point where it drives me a little batty. Like, if I'm talking to you and the kids come in, um, you'll, like, turn all your attention to the kids. I'm like, I do, especially if I'll be talking to the kids and you'll interrupt to say something to me
1: and I'll, I always say Yeah, that you like, give
0: me the finger. Give me the finger,
1: Because I'm like, <laughs> I'm talking to the kids. Like, I don't ever want them to feel less than, less than, impor- less important. Like, if I'm talking to them, I'm giving them my attention.
0: Right. And at first that was really hard for me because I'm like, wait, these are kids, right? I have something important to tell you. Otherwise, I wouldn't be interrupting. But I've learned, I've learned, and I think the kids appreciate that.
1: Yeah, I just want them to feel important and heard.
0: And and, and that most definitely is important. Right. And the last tip here is don't work against your spouse. What does that mean? Well, like if your spouse has certain rules at their house and you're setting rules just the opposite at your house to counteract that. Right. That's not good.
1: It's not good for the child. No. It's not. It's not um, good for the and child. And if it's
0: not harming the kid, I mean, then why would you do that? Right. Just to stick it to your ex, all you're doing is confusing the kid. And now the kid becomes part of that competition. Yep. And they will engage.
1: They will. and And they'll start having behavior issues. And yeah.
0: Okay. Let's talk about what happens if your ex is highly competitive. The typical how to deal with a Disneyland mom or dad. Right. Right. Where anytime they get the kids, they're off to Disneyland. Oh, who cares about school? Who cares about, you know, the cost? How? Because some of you might be in the situation where you have this issue. Right. So how do you deal with
1: that? Right. Every time they're at their, the, your exes, they're getting a new video game, a new It's ice cream sandwiches all the time. Right. It's, you know, always fun. No
0: structure. No structure.
1: So, So. Remind yourself that love cannot be bought. Even though if your child is young, they may be they, they may think that their love can be bought in that moment.
0: I think even love you might even feel that love can be bought even with adult children.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think my I think our kids would say that.
1: But re- <laughs> remind yourself that they love you. You don't need to up, you know, one up their other parents love them, spend time with them. You just, you have, it's a constant reminder.
0: And also remember that gifts are temporary. Right. Right. So that's that instant gratification. They're temporary relief. Uh, What they really need is consistency, comfort, not
1: gifts. Yep. Yep. For sure. Um, Be the bigger person. We talked about this. Be the bigger person. Let them do something fun with their mom and dad. And not even just let them, but Encourage. Encourage and ask them about it and be the bigger person. Even if your ex is not willing to do that, you need to be the bigger person. Well,
0: that's going to be hard because they can tell if you're faking. Yeah. But you need to start by faking. Make it till you make it. And then eventually, you hopefully, you get to the point where you're like, I'm so glad that you got to go to Disneyland. Right. What a great, tell me all about Right. this ride. Yep. Tell me all about the new Star Wars thing, right? Whatever right. it is. Um. And really pay attention and celebrate with them if they got to do something really cool. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Um, Yeah. Let your kids enjoy the time and attention that they're spending with their other parent. Let them feel that um, you are okay with it. Because if they feel that you're not okay with it, that you're just like rolling
0: your eyes and, oh, can't wait. They won't tell you.
1: They won't tell you. And they'll just feel that pull between parents. Right?
0: And, yeah, they don't. They don't need that. You've already destroyed their lives. You have, right?
1: I destroyed their
0: lives. Oh, you pulled the carpet out from underneath yes. them for yes. sure. We have so broken th- them. We have, So don't exacerbate. And
1: now them. you have to work on, on fixing them, right?
0: We, yeah. Now you've got to actually grow up and be more adult than you probably ever have.
1: Yes. And you have to realize if your ex is a Disneyland parent, there's nothing you can do about it. You can send a hundred emails. You can call the courts. You can do whatever you want. It's not going to change. No, it.
0: The, the courts will not mandate. No, they can't go to Disneyland. It's <laughs> or never they can't. Happen. You can't
1: buy them an iPad. Or you can't. I mean, whatever it is, it's not going to change. I mean, it, it probably will. Is I guess what I should say is it will change over time when you calm down. When you calm down about it. When everybody calms down, it probably will change. But anyway, your attitude in the meantime has to change. You have to just go. Uh, you have to change immediately. Yep. Yep. Now,
0: what about in the case where there's no discipline in your ex's house? Because that's another form of that Disneyland ad type of right. thing. Right. Right. Where, all right, well, the kids can do and eat whatever they want. They just play video games play all video day. Video games all yeah, day. Eat
1: ice cream all day.
0: So what are some tips around that? How do you handle that?
1: So we have we've experienced a little bit of this, and you just you can't double down once they get to your house, right? If so what you, do you mean by that? If you hear that your child played video games for six hours at their other parent's house and you, you know, and that's not the rule at your house, right? So you have an hour a day or 30 minutes a day. You can't then when they get to your house, you can't go, well, you're not playing video games for a whole week because you just got six hours at your mom or dad's house.
0: So you can't discipline your kids at your house for something that they did at their mom's house. that was okay. Right. Or their dad's Well, you house can,
1: okay. but you shouldn't. Oh, well, like, yeah. You shouldn't. Right. You okay. Shouldn't. That makes sense. Um, you shouldn't. Of course we can. Yeah, because
0: all that's going to do is make the kid resent you. Exactly. Right. You're now
1: the bad cop, right? You're 100% the bad cop. Well, I just got to do this over at moms or dads. and but, Well, what's the
0: opposite of that? Then
1: you shouldn't have any rules then? Nope. You have your rules, but you just don't double down on them, right?
0: All right. So this your, is a, this is rules, tricky, right? You have the
1: rules that you have at your house, but you're not going, well, you don't get your 30 minutes today because you did so many video games over there you don't get anything so it's
0: more about being consistent consistent
1: and structure right yeah. structure and routine
0: that, and routine and the consistency yep. cuz your rules may be twice as strict as they are at your actual They might be but if those rules are understood and established right. and consistent then the kids will thrive in that situation right. right
1: and i mean it's probably very 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 rare that your rules are going to be exactly the same at both houses i mean you're two very, two very different people. You got divorced. So
0: oh, the, yeah. the
1: rules are almost always not going to be exact. exact. Yeah. And so, yeah, you just have to go, you know what? And don't talk to your kids about it and go, oh, the rule, you know, I can't believe that they oh, let that you one, do all this. That one can be hard. Yeah. Don't do that. Just, hey, these, if they complain and they probably will just say, you know what, Th- that's, you know, those are the rules at your mom's
0: house or dad's house. So and this is the this rules goes here. into, you have to accept that your ex's time with the kid kids is their time is their time and, yep. and nothing, you can't dictate it you can't dictate it so nope. you can't control it unless
1: there's abuse or something you know obviously like that no, going we on we even
0: talked to we even talked to a mediator about this um that the bar is really low the
1: bar is low you can do drugs and have custody of your kids as long as you're not doing drugs with your kids isn't wasn't that what it was and or in front or of or in them. front of them Right. And we were like, that's the bar? That's That's the bar. bar. Wow. Yeah. Or physically
0: abusing them. I mean,
1: yeah. So they don't care about, the courts don't care about all these little things. So
0: No, if any of you guys are thinking, well, I'll just call CPS. You want a disaster in your life? Oh, man. Don't open that Pandora's box. (laughs) Don't open that Pandora's (laughs) box unless you really know that your kids are being threatened. or Right. Right. If you're just doing it to stick it to your ex.
1: You're sticking it to yourself.
0: Yeah, they will take yeah. the kids away in a heartbeat yeah, and say, yeah, until absolutely. you parents start becoming adults. Right, and figuring this and out. Figuring this out, then um, the kids will, will be in the court system, right, uh, which is not the best place for No,
1: them no, no, that's not what we want.
0: So the next thing on here is be the best parent that you can be. Don't worry about the other parents. Right, and style. that's hard. That can be really it's difficult.
1: really, really, really hard, but that's all you can do. That's all you can do is focus on your home and your family so and your kids.
0: This goes into, you know, Stephen Covey talks about this, this circle of influence and circle of concern. You don't have influence over your ex. You are divorced. Yes, that's correct. Right. So why are you concerned about it? Well, well I'm concerned about my kids. Yes, but you've already established that. Right. Right. You can send emails all day long.
1: Yep. It's just going to heighten things. Oh, it does. It's just Yep. Things. Make more tension. And I mean, no, of course, there's always certain times where you go, you know what? I need to address this with my ex. And you need to do it in a respectful, calm way. There are things that are going to have to be addressed that come up. But don't try and dictate their every move, their you every. You can tell them
0: what yeah. your concerns are.
1: Yep. But that's about it. But don't expect to get an email back that says, oh, well, thank you so much for. This great email. Yeah, about what if, I'm doing if you're wrong. saying, well, my
0: kids can only eat certain types of right. food, right, and you're dictating that to your ex, you're off your rocker. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah, I mean, you have yeah. no leg to stand on. You that. don't, and you need to move on.
1: And because all
0: all you're going to do is cause problems yes. with your Disneyland mom or dad.
1: Exactly. So, bottom line, children thrive with consistency, structure, and love, and so even if you've got the Disneyland mom or dad over here just remember
0: they're going to be they're going to remember you helped them with homework yep you went to the student teacher conference yep or the parent teacher conference yep you went to their recital you were there for them you were there for them yep and they will remember that they may not in the moment yep but later on in life most next area that uh, we need to worry about competing with our ex is actually when we're competing with our spouse's ex this was a really interesting article that we read on this and it caught it caught you off guard a little bit
1: yeah because it says you don't it was saying you don't need to know everything about your spouse's ex and in fact it's not even good to know everything about your spouse's ex yeah meaning it, like oh what well, you know what was, what was she like? What was she like? You know, when you guys did things together as a family, what did she do? What did she say? What did she,
0: what vacations did you go on? Where'd yes. you go? What was yeah. it like?
1: Does she sing in the car? Does she not sing in the car? Does she, does like, she sing
0: in the shower? Right. You know? Just like
1: all kinds of little things that I think women are naturally more curious.
0: In fact, than, yeah, you're more curious than I am. I am.
1: I'm like, tell me, tell me, tell me. And you never, like,
0: you I never care.
1: ask me a question at all about my ex. <laughs> I,
0: I don't even think you were m- married before me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's how I put it in my head, right? No. It's called denial. Denial, yeah, absolutely.
1: But yeah, but it said in this one article, and I was just like, I don't know if I 100% agree with it, but it said, don't ask. Be careful
0: is what it yes, said. Yes, it said,
1: be careful about asking every little detail about your new spouse's ex because it said it's just to the detriment to know well, Because things. what it
0: does is it, it establishes you are now compared to right, them. Right. I'm not comparing you to ever. Right, right, right. But you're doing the comparison. Yes. And that can be very detrimental um, to yeah. your relationship. Your relationship, right. Uh, most right. definitely. So curiosity may be the reason, but don't let like curiosity, kill the cat, right? But, so be careful.
1: But, but I also said, but if, like, if I ask you something, I don't want you to say,
0: I'm not going to tell you because it's not
1: good for you to know. I, you know what I mean? I do want an answer. And so I think you very carefully usually answer. When I, I very ask
0: carefully these... usually answer.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I think and that Sometimes that's... I might answer the way I know you want to hear the
1: answer. Of course. And I think that that's just men that's... over women, right? Women are more naturally curious and want to know every little detail. And men are like, eh.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. And remember, knowing everything about your previous everything, I want to know details on certain things about your your kids and and all that right but knowing every single detail it really is not going to improve your it's relationship not yeah it's not helpful right not helpful. so it may only actually drive you crazy right right so the other thing to make sure that um you're not getting involved with uh is your spouse's ex and your spouse's um conversations over money over um visitation rights or anything right. around the. Yep. The ex, because now you're now dragged into this relationship and there's a tendency that you're going to be, but now you're going to be in competition.
1: Right, right, right. And so take a back seat. Take a back seat. That could be really hard. It can be very hard. It can be very hard. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, don't bring, I like what this says, don't bring your spouse's ex into your household.
0: All right. So we'll explain.
1: So yeah, it said they are the past, you are the present. So, I don't know. What do you think that really means, to not bring your spouse's ex into the household? Like, is that just... It doesn't mean physically into the no, household. No, 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 that no. can happen. It doesn't that's mean no physically. big deal. Does it just mean that talking about them... I think talking um, about
0: them, comparing to them, because anytime that you compete, you're comparing. Right. Right? I mean, that's a definition. Right. So, if you're not comparing, then you won't compete. Right. So, I think it means bringing them into your relationship. Into your house, right? Where I want to do this because I know I can do it better than Darren's ex, right, 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 right. right. Or I'm not going to do this because I know Darren's ex could do it better. So right. we're just going to completely ignore that, completely right. and not do that at all. We, you got to create your yeah. own relationship right. instead of bringing that person in.
1: And also, I think and we this talk, we talked about this last week in boundaries. I think it can bring them into your household when you're constant if they're you know, if you're going through a rough time with your ex and they're constantly texting, emailing, and you're you're just staying on top of it, you're checking your email, you're texting them. Yeah. Like, we talked about this.
0: You got to set the boundaries. Set the boundaries.
1: I'm going to look at this at 10 o'clock tonight and I'm not going to address it before then. Yeah.
0: I mean, if you and your ex are communicating several times a day, then they're still... There's still your a house. connection. Yeah, there's still a connection. Yep. And if you're remarried, that can be really bad. Yes. Yes. So right. set
1: those boundaries for sure.
0: Yeah. In fact, can you imagine if I texted my ex as much as I text you? Uh,
1: nope. That wouldn't be good. That would be bad. That would right. Be very bad.
0: Because that's still I, I'm still connecting that relationship. It's an emotional relationship, now. right? Um, it's not. You can't be texting that much about the kids unless there's a crisis. You right. You have a crisis. You've got to have
1: a separation and. I think one of our our therapists said that if if you're really in a heightened, um, you know, battle, contentious relationship with your ex, the best thing way to look at it is as a business. Um, in business, it's very the kids are the business, right? And we need to address raising this. the kids is the business. Yes, until you can um, get along with each other and set aside, you know, the contention that you have. But you have to look at it as business dealings. Like I'm going to, you know, and that's how you deal with your texts and your emails. You do it not in an emotional way. You do it in a matter of fact way.
0: No, that I think that and I think that
1: that helps keep the ex out of your house. And
0: well, because this is our this is our relationship, you and I, right? Right. We have other people involved in raising our children, right? But you and I, that's a different relationship. That's right. Right. That's That's kind of separate. Yep. Right? We are a united front and we should be. So you really can't be united front with your spouse if you're always comparing your spouse to your ex. That's right. Or if you're always comparing yourself to to my ex. ex.
1: Yes. Yes. Not good. Not good. But yeah. So this has been a pretty good episode on not competing or competing.
0: I I think so. I think. Am I winning? You're winning. (laughs) Always. (laughs) Is that what I'm supposed to say? (laughs) for the lemonade moment of the week, we got something really cool that happened.
1: Well, we like to do service with the kids, and uh, we were out raking leaves for some neighbors and things, and uh, one of our neighbors had expressed that they wanted our hay bales. We had some um, decorative hay bales in the front. Yeah, they were
0: normal hay bales.
1: Yes, that we were using for decorative that we purposes. We were using; for,
0: they weren't decorative. Ladies. No,
1: we were using them for decorative purposes, and we took them over to her house.
0: She has she has chickens. She has a little preschool. Yeah, and she has chickens, and she wanted to use the hay to keep. Yeah, the she was like, warm. "If
1: you want, you know, I don't know where you're going to get rid of those, but you know, I'd appreciate some of the hay bales." So that would be a lemonade
0: moment by itself, because then I didn't have to take those hay bales to the dump. Didn't or... have to take
1: them to the dump because you were like, "Oh, I got to take those to the dump." So the
0: kids and I just picked up the hay bills, hauled them down the street to um, our neighbor. And then today, um, while you were at lunch Uh with friends, they dropped by her preschool. It was so cute. (laughs) A whole bunch of little, um, you know, two and three year olds. She had them all, you know, on our front porch. And they said, thank you.
1: And they gave us lemons. lemons. (laughs) Isn't that awesome? They had no idea. They had
0: no idea that we do where's the lemonade. (laughs) So we have lemons. So this is our real lemonade moment of the week.
1: We're going to make some lemonade, We'll make baby. some
0: lemonade. So some Woo-hoo. real lemonade. You can't get better than that.
1: If you like today's episode,
0: give us five stars on iTunes, Spotify, Google.
1: And head to Facebook and like us.
0: And check out our blog at wheresthelemonade.org where you can leave questions and comments. And But most of all, Go out and make some lemonade. You betcha, baby. On our next episode,
1: we're going to talk about gratitude and Thanksgiving.
0: It's going to be fun. The kids are going to be all involved.